Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And this morning, I am so excited to have on a 35-year-old from Swindon, England. His hockey journey has taken him to England, Wales, Kazakhstan, and Germany. A staple of the Swindon Lynx and Leopards. In 0405 was a BNL champion with the Bracknell Bees and was named Young British Player of the Year. Played for GB since uh, before pubic hair. Once winning gold in under-18s and under-20s in the same year. Tally as of now was one bronze, four civil silvers, and five golds. Last year in Pool A with the big boys was named top three player on the team. A legend of the EIHL with 900 plus games played, 14 seasons and counting with the Cardiff Devils, five Challenge Cups, one KO Cup, two playoffs, and two league titles. And he is finally the captain and will be the last person to ever wear number 17 on the Cardiff Devils. Welcome to the podcast, Mark Richardson. Hey, Wally. Thanks for having me, mate. Hey, thanks for making the time. So you guys played last night? Yeah, we were in Dundee last night, um, supposed to be on a three and three, but uh, Glasgow, uh, the ice isn't ready there. So uh, day off today and then in five tomorrow. Uh, no parents got dundee last night, got Dundee drunk like my parents did when they were on the fan <laughs> bus up there. Oh, I'm sure there's a few sore heads. There's a lot of fans up here. So, uh, oh, yeah, the fans really like to morning. go to Dundee, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, we haven't had one of these. Uh, I think probably the last time we had a three and three was when, when you were here. Shake so, it off uh, night. Yeah, they, they were ready. They were ready for this. Yeah, one. they'd be itching. They'd be itching at Dundee. The fans always go a little mental there, don't they? Um, <laughs> okay, moving on is uh, how we know each other. So did you guys win? Yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the six, score? Six, six, four. We were six, one up. And then uh, last 10 minutes was a. Little dodgy, but uh, who was in that? Uh, Cozen, uh, Matt Caruth is out with um, an illness right now, so uh, so we had uh, Cozen and Cozen was in net, played a great game, made some you know huge stops. Uh, you guys let him out little, to dry in the last player. 10 minutes, then, eh? A little bit, yeah. I mean, just uh, not about his stats, anyways, right? Bit, Mark, yeah. he won the game. No. <laughs> But we had uh, we had uh, Thomas Murdy back on the back on the bench, equipment guy slash backup goalie. So was he sharpening so, uh, skates and then threw the pads on too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it all, man. Yeah, he can. All. Yeah, he can. I met him. He was, seems like just a great guy that do anything to help the Cardiff Devils. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, definitely. Okay. Um, so how we know each other, um, I guess, would be uh, we won the Challenge Cup together. 
2014-15. Talked about that quite a bit. Uh, but uh, you also invited me to your testimonial, and I didn't have enough vacation days yet in the real world, and I uh, couldn't come, right? <laughs> I know, mate. You would have enjoyed that. I know. You know, when you start in the real world, you actually only get 10 business days off for the entire year, like two weeks. That's what you get. So, so, so yeah. Yeah. So it's like a little different than when you got the whole summer off and like when the season ended know, until like, yeah, it's different. So anyways, I couldn't come, but thank you for the invite. And it's one of those things that like, you got to make time for, you got to be there because uh, those are the memories that like you take with you from the game is getting to do shit like that. So thank you for the invite. Um, I would have, I shouldn't have missed it. My bad. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Wally Knight pregame speeches, Mark. I, um, I guess I picked on you quite a bit in my pregame speeches, didn't I? No, that's okay, man. <laughs> that's okay. I can take it. I can take it. What do, what do they say? If someone's picking on you, it means they like you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that is exactly how it works. Because um, I do like you. And um, it was just, you know, you were always quiet. So I, I thought you needed a little pump up. And that's why I would break axes <laughs> at your feet and um, and then put the hammer in your face. Remember that day? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you were always pumped up though right oh yeah going going um okay next uh part of how we know each other is uh is uh when i re-signed with the cardiff devils andrew lord made me diet tried to make me skinny it's not me it's not what i'm about um but um he sent me your diet and what you were eating and he told me to be more like you and I just, I tried, I tried to be like you, but I couldn't. So tell me about your diet. What do you eat? Uh, I mean, that, that was a few years ago. It's probably changed a bit from then. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you appreciate this, but I mixed in the vegan for a while and uh, really you know, eh? tried, tried all these different things. Yeah, but no, it's just. So do you uh, just try it to see how you feel? Yeah, I did it for a while. It was, it was pretty good. Felt, felt good. But, you know, I, I, uh. I must admit, I missed eating meat and stuff. So uh, that's back on the menu, but you know, maybe a little less than before. Is that right? But no, just I think I think now, especially getting older, just try and make sure uh, eating enough. What's your pre food? Meal? And, What's your go-to pre-game meal? Uh, nowadays, I try and skip out the meat on the on game days. So it'd just be anything for you know, just a nice uh, pasta, tomato-based sauce. This kind of stuff. I'm not so what's the meat doing to you? What do you got against the meat on game day? Don't you yeah, need the protein to get you going? Uh, no, you, well, you, your body's mostly fueled by by carbs, you know. Is that right? So, uh, that mine yeah, is. Plenty yeah. of carbs. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of carbs, but I think uh, especially as I'm getting older, I just try not to be too picky and just make sure you're eating a good amount. And, uh, and you got to live fine. too, Mark. Don't forget to live. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, know. Okay. I remember when he sent it to me, it was like, well, I don't use this oil because that cook, it, it can't take certain temperatures, right? What oil do you cook with? You know, I like to cook. Well, I mean, to be honest, Wally, I, I say I cook, but, you know, Sarah's doing most of the cooking. So she's, uh, she's using uh, whatever different oil, sunflower, whatever she's using. I mean, it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. No, some of my staples are sesame. Olive, oh, very nice. Ooh, very nice, very <laughs> peanut, <nice. laughs> 
Gosh darn it, it's early, Mark. <laughs> um, you know, I think Todd Kelvin's going to have a bit of a conundrum in uh, in Cardiff there because um, um, all the players he's had play there, um, there's not going to be many jerseys left when, every, when they're done with, uh, with our era because you got 33, doubt anybody's wearing that one again, 17, 88, 8, is that possibility? I don't know. Yeah, they keep yeah, they, they yeah, keep pushing yeah. him to the side, but he keeps winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, he's gonna. Well, I mean, a lot of jerseys already up there. I remember I wanted guys. number ten, and it was taken because yeah, of Stoner. Yeah, there's a few up there already. So, uh, like you say, with uh, 88, 33, these guys. I mean, well, yours isn't. Getting obviously, we, again. we don't know what the, we don't know what the future will hold. If these guys uh, might make a return one day too, would be nice. So. Yeah, we'll uh, wait and see, but um, oh, there could be a, could be definitely a few more up there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, you know, there's special people that were on that team in 2014-15. You know that? Uh, oh, that definitely was. That was a it fun year, eh? It was, it was. You know what? It was, um, and it was. I think looking back now, it was for for us as players that were there the year before but also for the fan base everything it was just what was needed like i don't think we'd be in the situation now like with the you know the club we have not not just the owners coming in the new owners and stuff but just uh, that season was just a whirlwind it was just fun on the ice it was fun off the ice it was you know the fans loved it the the players loved it and um, it was kind of just like thrown thrown together, like, you know, Lord becomes coach. And then within six weeks, he's put this team together and just, you know. And we really we were, were kind of all outcasts, right? Because we all had, we were all free agents in July. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, know nobody got, wanted I us. Got, I don't know where he got you guys from, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know what he wanted out. me anymore in Germany. <laughs> Yeah, I'd worn out my just... welcome, folks. I am not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and it just, you know what, like you couldn't have, uh, you couldn't have wrote it. You know, it was just everyone just yeah. clicked. Like, Everybody so was and... like brothers and it, yeah, yeah, it was crazy, yeah. right? Like you get guys you know, like and... Carl and Hendo and Dougie yeah. and like, they just bring teams together. Yeah. And I tell you, I've never had so much fun as that season. Yeah. I know I talk about it too much, but. I had a lot of fun. Right? No, of course. And I think it's just, you know, like when you look back at teams you play, like you've played with so many great players, great people, but like that team now, like obviously last season, um, you know, haven't seen Kyle Hudson in a few years and play against him in Germany and speak to him after a game. And it's like, you know, it's like we could have been back there, you know, it was just. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's what this every... shed's doing to me. It's like everybody I don't <laughs> see anymore. The people I haven't seen in a decade, you come on and you get into the shed and you get in the pocket. Everybody's the exact same as they were. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It's like being back in the room again. Uh, and so actually I kind of had it written down on the notes, but not really. Cause it was just one season of your long career, but uh, obviously you went to Germany during COVID. So what yeah, do you think yeah. of it? You're in bad Nauheim. Shitty rink they yeah, have there, don't they? Oh yeah, tough rink, but uh, no, a lovely spot, um, great spot. Like, uh, have you been to Germany much before that? No, no, yeah, no. It's only a nice place. Passing, eh? Only passing through, and um, yeah, no, I. Uh, it was a tough, tough situation. Obviously, no, no elite league season. So you're an import and, uh, over there. 
Yeah, yeah. And um, I was very lucky to get a job. You know, there was a lot of guys no looking shit. for jobs. And this 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 happened very quickly. And Who got uh, that for you? Uh, used an agent through, um, you know, Lordo put me in touch with a guy that he's he's used before. And, um, yeah, it happened pretty quick. That was that would be a tough year to get jobs as imports yeah. for everybody. Yeah. No, definitely. And, um, obviously the support of Sarah and Grace, like, you know, to go over there, I was on my own. And, um, at first when I, when I left COVID wasn't, you know, it was kind of on the way down and we thought, Oh, this won't be so bad. You know, like Germany was pretty good throughout the first wave. And I was like, yep, yeah. I think it's a 45 minute flight to Frankfurt, you know, and I was 20 minutes from Frankfurt. I thought this would be perfect started off well season was going well team were doing well i was doing well we got to around christmas time just after christmas and uh covid hit the team and uh i was one of them too and i was ill for you know a week or so and then we came back and we were not very good (laughs) We, we were struggling we were struggling and uh so kind of the last few months there obviously i was I was uh, missing the family and stuff like that. Made it harder. I've been stuck in the apartment for well, and, three weeks. And once once life's like that, man, it's hard to play yeah. hockey when you're not living it's, and you're not having is. fun. That's no, when hockey's is. harder, right? Yeah, yeah. Things were getting really tough, and then I, I I think they kept me off the ice for almost five weeks. Like you know, you know what it's like in Germany: health checks, heart checks, blood oh. tests, just just to get you back playing. And then I, I must have been back a week, and then I took Who a puck in coach? the face. Uh, started off with a Finnish guy, um, Hanu Jalpenka. Ja, ja, Jalpenka, I wouldn't be able to say it. Finish. That sounds big, really, yeah. really, really, <laughs> really, no, really great guy. And um, you know, he, he coached a lot in the Austrian league before, and you know, and that's who would have recruited you. That's who took you, took the chance on you. Then, yeah, yeah. Between him and uh, obviously, you know, in Germany, they have like a team manager, him and Matthias Baldis, who's now working with uh, Cologne in the DL. Because um, one yeah, thing I was going to say, I was thinking about it, is like for these British guys I talk to, like that go to Sweden to play or go to North America to play, like somebody kind of sticks their neck out for you guys to get you yeah, guys yeah. going. Like now that you guys are getting more respect around the hockey world, yeah. but like, beforehand like for people to take a british kid instead of say a canadian uh yeah, they're yeah, sticking yeah. their neck out right oh yeah for sure i know i mean the coach mentioned to me he had like a few guys you know lined up you know finnish guys canadians americans he was looking at the same time i was very lucky i think you know lordo obviously uh lordo would have got a, you in there eh? a glowing glowing reference to the agent to to push me kind of thing and yeah. uh no it, it turned out it turned out that um I was, well I was if you need any to, more to glowing references you just tell them to give me a call okay because i'll <laughs> because seriously you were probably the best teammate i've had like i don't know how you haven't been seriously hurt because you go down on one knee to block slap shots and like i don't get it i don't get how you haven't been more hurt because i don't well, even like taking them in the shin pads <laughs> T- touch wood i uh no i know um as I was just saying, I ended up with one in the face in Germany. Oh, so it did happen. Just, uh, but, but then, again, I was very lucky. It would it fractured my, my cheekbone here, but not completely, so I could play with a 
with a full okay. shield. With a fractured but, face. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was kind of. Uh, and then a few games later, I uh, I broke my toe as well. So that was kind of the icing on the cake. But they were all injuries. I could kind of you see what happens when you start with... blocking shots, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I know. You gotta let some of those fly. Uh... <laughs> just be in the lane. <laughs> Look like you're in the lane. Yeah, you just gotta make it look good. <laughs> okay, well, so you're healthy now, though. Yeah, yeah, all well, good. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was. I think looking back again, just going back to Germany, I mean, it was one of those situations where some of these guys were very lucky that they put on this elite series, you know, towards the end of the year to get some, get some games in, because I mean, a full year without playing, you know, a, a, as you get older is, is, is going to be tough. Some guys have managed to do it and come back, but you know, not everyone can do it. So it was, yeah. it was lucky to play and, and to stay, stay in the game. And uh, no, I'm feeling good now though. Um, but you, I remember when that draft was happening because I had old big browner on there, bouncy, and um, yeah. and uh, I saw you weren't like drafted top two, so I was like, why? So you didn't play, eh? You you had been gone no. from the family. Yeah. So well, the thing was, I was I was still in Germany, so um, yeah, I would have. Uh, I mean, I don't, I can't remember the timeline exactly, but I'm not sure if I'd have even made it back. Like oh, okay. maybe for the maybe for the last week or so, so I, I couldn't go into the draft. I mean, there was the option. Obviously, I could have told the team in Germany I was going home, but then it was kind of the same situation, right? You were kind of stuck up in Nottingham. And they've taken like a chance been... on you, right? Like yeah. they yeah, no, signed exactly, you as yeah. an import yeah. in in during yeah. a pandemic, and they could have signed no, anybody, definitely. right? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to obviously. Um, to stay there for them. And then also if I, as I say, if I would have come back, it's not like we were playing out of Cardiff and I would have been living at home. It would have been pretty much staying up in Nottingham. So I was away anyway. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Moving on then. So where and what are you doing now? Are you in Dundee still? Where are you? No, we're in Edinburgh in uh, next to the zoo there. The same so, hotel uh, that I used to stay yeah, at eh? with by yeah, the zoo. Yeah. Those so monkeys are loud, eh? <laughs> It's not been too bad. I'm actually on the on the side of the monkeys. I haven't heard them this morning, but uh, yeah, that's our that's our base for for the whole time. So today, who's your roommate is, um, these days? Uh, Josh Waller on this trip. Oh, the young Waller. punk that we he yeah. keeps getting talked about on this pod that I've never yeah. met. The guy that skates around really fast. Yeah. He skates around really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying oh. trying to stay away from him in practice. One of those young uh, punks, eh? Drills, um, yeah, but he. Uh, but yeah, so today is basically it's basically an off day, like a quick Did workout. Did you say guys are going golfing? Uh, I'm not sure. Fair enough. If they uh, if they were going to do that, it was it, it was a thought. I think it's a nice thought, right? Like on a day off. But I think uh, you know, with the with the games on uh, Friday, Sunday, you know, it's like going into five four is a tough game too. So I you know, uh, it's just a. Just For me, once workout. hockey season started, I was done golfing. I couldn't switch back and forth. When hockey season started, I put the clubs away. I couldn't switch. I've, I've never been. I've never been able to do it. No, I time, do it. time, and patience. I think. Oh, you're not a golfer. You no, seem patient. 
patient with uh, a lot of things, but not not something like golf. No, no. If I was good, if I was good, maybe you want maybe people could, uh, shooting pucks at you and trying to block yeah, it instead. Eh? That's yeah, way more fun. Yeah, it's when, yeah. <laughs> I'll stick to that. I'll stick to that. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, also, you part of how we know each other. Um, I guess we were just talking about roommates, but Dougie Clarkson was your hotel roommate. Um, and I was with Joey Haddad and we always kind of hung out there after games. I don't know. Sometimes beers would get delivered to our room. I don't know how that happened. Um, it wasn't, I didn't mean to, but I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, you just played your 900th game. That's a lot of hockey games eh, in the EIHL. Cause you only play like yeah. five a year. <laughs> yeah, I was, um, it does kind of add up pretty quick when you, like you say, uh, guys would say like in Europe, you know, I mean, a long regular season in Europe is 52 games, games, you know, 54 kind of thing. Whereas obviously in North America playing 70, 80 regular season games. So yeah, it does uh, kind of sneak up on you, but. uh, What did they do anything for you? What do they give you? They give you like a stick or a Jersey or anything. No. Well, I mean, there's no standard, there's there's no standard procedure, but you know, uh, Todd, Todd and the owners got together and, um, you know, they, they got me a nice, a nice watch to uh, ah. celebrate the milestone, which was, which was very nice and something they, they didn't have to do. And um, they invited obviously Sarah and Grace down onto the ice at the start of the game, which uh, I didn't know about. So that was a nice touch and uh, very good at that, isn't the, he? Of the, yeah. of the organization. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it only seemed like, Yesterday it was eight hundred. That was obviously only a couple of years ago. So uh... well, you'll be at a thousand in no time. Um, then <sighs> you know, you know, it's like uh, they talk about on chicklets with all the guys spend big money on the guys' thousands game. I bet you you'll get at least a free beer out of the deal, <laughs> 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 right? For sure, the boys will buy you a beer that night. <laughs> uh, I hope so. <laughs> Um, I'll buy you one. Anyways, moving on though is uh, speaking of the Devils and all this and jerseys is uh, that jersey behind me. My last one I ever wore is up for raffle right now at my new website www.aleshockeytales.com and you can buy raffle tickets and the part 50% of the money made will go to support mental health around Ontario with McFadden's movement. So buy a jersey even if you don't like beer, a raffle ticket I meant. Um, you know, because uh, we're trying to raise money here. We're trying to get things going here. Right, Mark? That sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd uh, definitely say to everyone to buy a raffle ticket. And get, you know, and we got more hats that on the way. A great cause. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I see got, this, I I see this jacket. Hats. I can just about see it on the, on the video here. Just, uh, yeah, no, shout out to Dylan yeah. Sale, a guy I work with. He got uh, them to make me a jacket and hat. We're back to jacket weather now. That's when you know you're almost at your one-year anniversary as you're back in the shed with jackets again. <laughs> <laughs> We've done the whole calendar year here almost. Jan- end of January will be one year, but we got, we got oh. all the way to 100 episodes booked now, Mark. After nice, you, awesome. Monday, Colin Shields, and then, oh, yeah. um, then my old man. And then Simsy will be a hundred because he was the first one that made me legit and got other fans to start oh, awesome. listening. You know, that's that's awesome. Man. Yeah, he you should oh, you yeah. could see it when he came on, like it was like Devils fans, Devils fans, Devils fans, and then he came on, and then all of a sudden he got me out there in the EIHL. Oh, Simsy will do that. Yeah, yeah. No, he made me legit. So thanks, Simsy. That's why you get episode hundred, and we had a good chat. 
Um, okay, moving on then. Um, so yeah, buy a raffle ticket, right? Mental health. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone. There you go. Growing up in Swindon, how'd you get into ice hockey? Did you grow up in Swindon? Uh, yeah, yeah. Grew up in Swindon. Um, pretty simple, really. My older brother was taken to a game by by some neighbors when he was maybe five or six, maybe a bit older, six, seven, and um, yeah, he he loved it. And isn't it crazy weeks. in like in Great Britain though? Like hockey's so young still, and like it was you saw it with the Devils when I was there. Like they would invite people that had never seen hockey before, and as soon as they see it, they're hooked, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. And uh, as I say, like he went to one game, loved it. Next couple of weeks, he was playing, and then then the younger brother you know, gets yeah, involved yeah i'm playing my sister's playing my younger my my younger brother's playing too so we're all playing and uh and that was it really pretty much it was home school home then school then pretty much living at the the link center swindon for most of my uh is that the is that the rink where lordo got hit in the head with carl slapshot that that is that's the rink you grew up playing in well, make sure, you, yeah, make sure you tell that story properly, though. I think it was uh, Lordo was Lordo was in front on the PP, and uh, so Huddy was letting up. You know, he was he was like, "Well, I don't want to hit him," you know. And then he was I easing think, up on the clap bobs. I think I think I think Lordo got mad at him and said, "Shoot the puck." <laughs> Might have so been a couple Huddy swear words like, oh. too. Yeah, yeah, and he told yeah, him to yeah, really yeah. shoot it. <laughs> yeah, and Huddy was like, "Okay." Next thing you know, Lordo did this. Puck to his head. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> right in the forehead, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just went through the, went through the juniors, juniors there in Swindon. We were, we were, we were very lucky. We, uh, we actually had a Canadian coach, Mark Beggs, come over when I was maybe twelve, thirteen, and uh, we were kind of like the one of the only clubs in the country to have, you know, real he'd had like coach. yeah, junior A, coaching experience, etc. Just to kind of teach us the game more so we were very lucky and we uh and I think then when I was about 14 15 started skating with the with the men's team which was the Swindon Lynx at the time and played a few games then and then the, the year when after you're that 14 you're playing with men yeah practice it well mostly practicing 14 and then playing about 15 and then I think when I was 15 16 I played that that most of that season with the uh with the men's team when did you switch from forward to D Oh, that was a bit later. I was uh, see research uh, team's hot, big guy. I must have been 20, 21, 22. That was serious. Uh, you were a forward till then. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, when you started pro, kind of, you were a forward. Yeah, yeah. For my who switched you? Uh, Corey Nelson, the big D man. Yeah, so it's basically it was a kind of a funny situation. When he coached Probably, you in Nottingham, that's when you switched. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in, I was in Cardiff for two years, and I played a year forward in Nottingham, and then it was a tough year, like you know some injuries and. Uh, you playing center? You know. Yeah, yeah, some personal stuff. So I was like, uh, I got to a point at the end of that season. I think I had another year left on my contract in Nottingham. I was like, it was probably the one, the one time in my whole career I've been like, I don't even know if I want to play hockey right now. You know, you just like it was. It was tough. So a good friend of mine, Ryan Aldridge, was the coach in Basingstoke. And at the time, Basingstoke were in the Elite League. 
so I talked to him and he was like, you know, come and come play for me. Just come, like have fun, no pressure, like, you know, kind of get the love for the game back. So, uh, so I ended up going there and, um, long story short, it was, it was good fun for about a month. And then the, the owner kind of disappeared and we weren't getting paid. So uh, I was left with a choice. You know, this is in Basingstoke? Yeah, this is in Basingstoke. So I was left with a choice. I can, uh, they got taken over by Planet Ice and I could stay here and get paid. But I think they ended up with maybe 12 guys on the team and they weren't practicing much. And I was like, I'm, I'm only 21 here. Like, you know, if I want to have a career, I need to, need to look at this. So then um, uh, a friend of mine, Danny Myers, spoke to me and he's like oh well I've, I've told Corey Nielsen you know you've, you've played D before so you know come in he said come in play D for a few weeks and then I think we maybe uh get rid of an import forward bring in an import D and you can go back to forward so I was like yep yeah, sure I'll give it a try went there um, and then they saw you play D and the rest was history. You started it, eating pucks, yeah. breaking feet and faces. <laughs> I had, had no idea what I was doing back there, but. But you're that's... eating pucks. <laughs> just, just getting in the way. So uh, it worked out. Yeah. And then I think I played one, one weekend and then uh, the national team were off to um, Olympic qualifiers and. Uh, so you hadn't been D really making also. GB or anything as a forward, and then you... Well, yeah, I was, I was for a few years, and then... Um, and then you for didn't for a reason, year, right? Co- yeah, coach, uh, you know, didn't pick me, and, and then I moved to D, and I'm, I'm back in there, and uh, yeah, just ended up ended up staying there from then on. Shout out to Corey Nielsen for switching yeah. you to D. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate it, because you helped <laughs> me win a trophy, and... It was because you're on D. I, I, I don't know. I don't see you'd be what a fourth line center. Like, is that fun? Not really. Is it? You know, are you frozen? You just froze on me. We don't know where we were, folks. Internet's spotty out there in Scotland, eh, Mark? <laughs> Off Wi Fi. Yeah, I tried, I tried to go to reception and get, get an upgrade, but they, they couldn't give me one. Um, okay, so we were talking about you switching to forward or to D, sorry, yeah. and uh, your career really, mm-hmm. I guess, took a turn when that happened, eh? Yeah, it did. I think, um, well, it's, I think it's funny because one year, I think with the national team, um, we were away, and out of the seven D men there, I think four of us were forwards who had uh became D men. It was uh, it was it was a way to prolong your career and uh. It makes sense, though. Like, when you're growing up in the UK, you're going to be the best player on your team. So they're going to put you at center, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, really, you think about it, like, uh, in junior hockey in the UK, like, the teams are so uneven, you know, like, if if you have any kind of skating ability, can score, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be a forward. Yeah, you're going to be a playing center for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when you're a kid, who really wants to be a D? But then it makes sense, though, <laughs> once you get to like the elite league and you get to actual pro, um, that uh, you you end up playing the position you realistically probably should have been if you were playing, uh, say, minor hockey in Canada, right? You are not frozen again, are you? Stop it. Through it, it's, uh... 
Hey, just going to have to get pucks deep, eh? Get it over the blue line, get it yeah. over the red line, get it deep, you know, work hard on the four check. Exactly, I've been yeah. through these internet issues before. You just got to keep it simple, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so moving on then, um, I guess uh, then when you're playing for GB and under 18 and under 20, you're a forward then, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my, my whole junior national team was uh, was forward. So you won gold medals in under 18 and under 20 the same year. Like, so what time of year do you, how do you have time to win two gold medals? I think normally under 20s, you go around December time, you know, you kind of. Yeah, it's right around Christmas. Maybe, yeah, mid, de, mid December. And then under 18s is kind of March time towards the end of the season. But some of those tournaments, if you go to both under eight, under 20s and under 18, one year I was uh, Christmas time in um, Lithuania, but it was a smaller town, like nothing there. And uh, was there for 10 days. And then a few months later with the under 18s, right back to the same place, same hotel, same food, nothing there. So it's just not, it's, you know, it's not very glamorous at times, but um, no, it's always a lot of fun, especially it was fun back then, you know, when you're who else is your age years group? old? Um, you're an '86. Is there anybody I know that's eight, an '86? There's not so many that played in the elite league. Kevin Phillips, he was in uh, when you were here. He would have been possibly in Belfast. Um, but it's mostly the the '87s were kind of made up a bulk of that team, like. Um, David Phillips and, and these guys and uh, even now with the with the national team now there's I'd say there's there's a there's a couple of kind of earlier 80s you know like Jonathan Phillips Matthew Myers then there's myself and a few 87s but then there's a lot of, a lot of guys born in the 90s now oh I man when you start a pod and you see some of the ages that they're born like Dougie <laughs> Sam Duggan like man these guys make me feel old <laughs> Oh, tell me about it. You're uh, still fresh, man. Okay. So then uh, you won it in Lithuania. So good times winning yeah. golds in Lithuania and middle of nowhere. So um, making the Bracknell Bees, is that when you start playing like pro professional then? I'd say, yeah. I mean, uh, playing in Swindon was, you know, it was the EPL then. So I don't know if people would class as professional. It was great being 16 and playing men's men's hockey but uh but that kind of thing was the whole moving away from home too you know it was the first time going to Bracknell I mean I, I mean to this day I'll never forget my mum's face when they dropped me off at the, the house that I was living at this old house you know down a down a lane this you know it was huge she's but just it was so leaving her little boy she, there yeah you know she's pretty relaxed about these things which I could just remember her face being like this is this is where you live in <laughs> I was 16 years old and uh, I was like yep this is good uh when yeah, you're a young uh, hockey player all you want to do is go uh, play hockey right exactly no exactly so no that was again that was um you know I was very lucky to get the opportunity being 16 years old uh um Mike Ellis uh took the chance he was the coach there and Brandon took the chance on me and uh no I had two great years there in Brandon it, it was a lot of fun 
Yeah. So then uh, you're still a forward. We got that part out of the way. We know that now, yeah. but in yeah. the playoffs that year, it says you had nine points in 11 games and you're like pre-puberty still, eh? Playing against men. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you, as you know, with hockey, like injuries are as a part are a part of it. And that year we, near the end of the season, we, um, I think I maybe, I don't know. I probably had 10 points in the regular season all year. And then, the come playoffs, we were so short. I think we were playing two lines, you know. So, so I was getting loads and loads of ice time and uh, managed to put up some points. And uh, we actually got to the, the finals and lost in the finals. But uh, again, so they like had was... kind of a real playoffs, like you actually played playoffs instead of um, just a, a four game weekend or whatever it is. Yeah, it was a, it was a little better. I mean, it was, um, I think it was like you have kind of groups, like two groups, and you you play a few extra games and then you go, I think the, the final was the best of best of no semifinals were best of three and final was best of five. So it was, uh, no, it was, a, it was, um, it was a good league actually back then. It was, uh, there was obviously the elite league had just started. And this is the, the BNL. Yeah. The British national league. And so our, that league was eight imports, the BNL and the elite league was 10 imports. Oh really? Eh? Eight imports, so they were, and they were they yeah, actually bringing that many guys over? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was. Um, I think the second year I was in Bragnell, they did the crossover league. So, we would play every elite league team home and away, and the points would count towards our league. So they were almost the same league. level then. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think. You know, we we beat most teams. I think the only teams we didn't beat that year were we lost maybe three two to in Cardiff, and then we lost in overtime at home to Cardiff. But we beat you know I think most of them we 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 beat. So that went a long way to actually us winning our own league. You know. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. So you did win it that year. That yeah, I got yeah. that written down. Eh. Yeah. Man. No, I don't. Research team didn't find that. You won it. No. Winning's fun. Eh? So yeah. that's when you learned how to win. Is that your first like real championship? Yeah, yeah, I'd say in club hockey that was first, uh, the first, especially in the UK. Obviously, as as you know, the league. And you're actually making is... money to play hockey at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much, but you know, it was. So uh... okay, I got a question while it's on the top of my head. Here is like yeah. Duggan left to go to Sweden. Other guys go yep. to the U.S. Like, I'm going to have Colin mm-hmm. Shields on. I played against him yep. when he was at Maine. Um, yep. You never left, really, eh? You stayed in the U.K. What, no. Did you ever have opportunities? Yeah, well, yeah. I, um, when I was maybe 16, there was opportunities to go to Europe, like to Finland and stuff like this. But the, the problem at the time was it was – more of a case of right you come you pay to stay in a hotel for a month if you make the team you know we'll find you somewhere to live but you know yeah at, they're, at the they time, weren't I, be, they're not they're not selling it to you that like they yeah. really want you it's kind of like yeah, i yeah. would tell people it's like if you're paying a bunch of money and you're asking them to go there then they don't yeah. really want you that bad right exactly so it was it was you know just a financial thing um you know obviously I, I I couldn't do it, and then um, again things popped up. Like a lot of uh, a lot of guys I played with in juniors went over to these, um, as you say, these these you, you hockey hear bad academies. stories of 
different yeah, hockey stuff, academies, right? etc. And um, no, I just I think, and I think also for me, if I didn't get that opportunity to go to to Bracknell and play in that league at 16, it would have maybe been something that I I looked more into. Yeah. But to be playing at that level at 16, you know, I thought that would well, people That's were telling good, yeah. me that would that would help my my game more. So no, it's playing like, against men at 16 would be hard. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, especially uh, especially back then. I think it was Newcastle. They, you know, every year they had uh, about eight, seven tough guys, and they, it was it was pretty tough at times. But you you learn pretty quick. <laughs> I've never seen you throw knuckles. Have you fought before? No. Has anybody ever wanted to fight no. you? I don't see why anybody would no. ever want to fight you. No, not really. I think I think that's just part of it. No one's really. You know, you know me. I'm pretty calm and try and just focus on my game, and no one's really. You don't really throw it. You don't really like slash a guy in the back of the legs for no, 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 no. apparent reason, right? Like you don't. No, do that. exactly. Yeah. You're I mean, more one of a time, gentleman. I, I do remember we. Um, quite a funny story. We were playing in we were playing in Coventry, um, and uh, this was my first year back in Cardiff as a D man, and I think. Coventry were kind of on the cusp of, of winning the, the league championship that year. Um, and we were beating them maybe, you know, three, one. And then uh, they pulled, they pulled the goalie and, and, and we score, make it four, one. So get games over games over. And uh, I think we had, a, I think we were killing a penalty maybe. So there was me, Phil Hill, Jayla Tulip and Alex Simmons on the ice. They put out the biggest guys, Jason, Rob- Jason Robinson, uh, Brad Crookshank, um, oh god, Derek Campbell, all these guys on the ice. And I, uh, and I don't know if I was being naive. I didn't even think at the time anything was going to happen. Puck drops. They and, go straight. They go uh, straight after Hill and Latula. <laughs> and there's me and Alex. Alex Simmons at the time. I was only. I was only 21, 22. So Alex Simmons must have been. 18, 17, 18, and we're just, oh my God. So I drop my gloves, jump in. Next minute, I'm tied up with Brad Crookshank, one of the toughest guys in the league. And I'm I'm trying to kind of throw punches, but I'm not. You know, I'm trying to make it look like I'm just, and he just starts like throwing these punches at me, but he's, he's hitting me and he's kind of hitting me in the helmet. Right? He, and he like, knows, he knows he's got you if he yeah, wants to. Yeah. So, yeah. so then, um, so it kind of like, Kind of all ends like they, they kick him out. But get, he was good about room. it, eh? Yeah, I, I get in the dress room after the game. I've got a text message from Brad Crookshank. He's like, "Sorry, man. I, I, I was making it. sure I hit. I was making. I was making sure I hit you in the helmet because, uh, you know, I was going. I was going after the other guys, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, thank God, thank God, I knew him. I played with him in Basingstoke, but he, uh, yeah, he made sure. Yeah, you could. He probably could have hurt me. Th- but, those uh, guys that are actually tough, like. They, yeah. they, if they, I, I, a couple of them have fought me, and I know that they purposely only beat me up as far as they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, I'll never forget, like, when Hendo at the end of a practice one time, he grabbed my shoulder pads, like, with one hand, he grabbed both sides of my shoulder pads in the middle here like by my chest and then he just started pulling me around the ice and i couldn't do anything like i literally <laughs> i i i was very vulnerable <laughs> and i didn't like it 
So yeah, those guys no. can beat you up if they want to. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was just funny that he'd uh, before he even before it even got off the ice, he'd send me. A he'd text already sent you a text to say, "Yeah, no, that's hilarious." I was gonna say nobody would want to punch you in the head. I don't, but you know they keep shooting pucks at you too. But that's your yeah, fault. exactly. That is yeah. your fault. Okay, so then uh, after Bracknell, the first time you sign. After the two years of Bracknell, you're what, like 18, and you sign with Cardiff for the 05 yep. 06 season. So that's yep. like a different generation. I got guys written down here. So that's you played with Jason Stone. I was at his jersey retirement, right? Because he was number yep. 10. Yep. That's why I was yep. number 18. And then a guy, just because I was a big junior B Midwest super fan when I was a kid. Louis Goulet was on the Waterloo Siskins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was yeah. the centerman. <laughs> We won though. Sugar Kings won, you know? Yeah. And then you also had yeah. Vez. I've been in contact yeah. with him to try and get him yeah, on, yeah. but he's a busy fella. And you had Voth yeah. and G. Those are guys I had. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun. I I um it was actually I got managed, ended up coming to Carter. Pete Pete Russell was the um the junior national team neat uh coach back then and he um just put in a good word to ed patterson the coach there and uh you know they gave me a chance and i actually the first year i was there i was living with uh jason stone in uh in his place so that was that was that was uh that was interesting he's a he's a great guy stoney a great guy but he's uh mostly in his bedroom and i was kind of like a bit young and you know like you know how to how to kind of figure him out, but no, he's a really good guy. So no, that was a lot of fun. And, and you were um, about 18. Where in Cardiff are you living as an 18-year-old? Uh, right by the city centre. Yeah, because oh, the rink then, that was that was the last year of... Um, like where John Lewis the, is, where the yeah, rink's downtown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so you no, played in that, that rink? God, yeah. you're old. The, the last year, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But no, it was a good. It was a really. It was a good group. I mean, obviously the guys, the guys you mentioned, uh, you know, Jared Adams, Brad Voth, these guys, and uh, that was the last year I think of like Jonathan Phillips was in Cardiff and stuff. So I kind of knew those guys. But no, that was a, that was a lot of fun. You you walk out, you play a game on a Sunday night, and uh, you walk out the doors, and you're on Chippy Lanes right in front of you. You know, you got oh, all the bars. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to picture young Richie. I'm trying to picture it. You know, you were married with a kid. That was one part of how we know each other. We were the only people with kids on the team. Yeah, that yeah. Year. God, I know. I had how's, to shake how's my head Grace, the other day. How's Grace doing? Oh, Grace is great. Yeah, growing up way too fast, but um, no, she's a, she's a good girl. She's uh, well, she'll be 15 in, in January. So, That's uh, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a different different kind of parenting now, but uh, <laughs> you know she's she's good. And uh, I had to get, I had to shake my head the other day. You said you were taking Zoe to to practice this morning. Yeah, yeah, like, she was born when we were together, eh? Yeah, yeah. And you know what, folks? Judge me if you want to. Farm girl, blueberry wheat, Bayfield Brewing Company. It's early. <laughs> Judge me if you want. <laughs> But yeah, Zoe was born in Cardiff when we played together. And yeah, yeah like she's exactly, like, yeah. to yeah. see how fast they grow up, man, it is very, very strange. Colby like, will be nine. Like, 
I know. It seems like yesterday, Kobe was just running around the ice for the end of the games. And uh, you see the pictures and videos. You're, you're trying to keep up with him. Hits you right in the feels, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but that's what's so fun about the shed and what we're doing here. Like, if I wouldn't have started no, this, Richie, yeah. like, we wouldn't even be talking yeah. right now, you know? No, exactly, man. Exactly. So, no, it's great. People wonder why I do so many. People think I'm going to run out of guys. Well, I like doing it, so leave me alone. And by the way, folks, I don't get paid for this. I'm up at what, what time? Six in the morning today to talk to Richie. So if you feel like tipping me for getting up early and talking to my friends <laughs> and drinking beer at six in the morning, feel free because it does make my heart want to explode. When I, when I get an email and it says somebody just tipped you five pounds, my knees start shaking. My heart gets a little fat paced and I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody appreciates me drinking beers. With you my deserve friends. it, man. You deserve it. <laughs> but seriously, I've been tipped like 200 bucks now pretty crazy stuff to drink beers with my friends but uh also buy a raffle ticket at www.aleshockeytails.com dancing on stage today mark richardson okay moving on um second year with the devils you had 33 points and 54 games played that is quite the coming out party so are you still a forward then too then still forward yeah so what are you forward. playing like second, third line, playing a little PP? What yeah. are you doing? Half wall? Yeah. Ah, Goal line wall. guy taking just, it to yeah. the net. Who are you? Yeah, yeah, just stuffing it, you know. No, I'm uh, <laughs> I I couldn't even tell you. I probably wasn't even on the power play back then. I think I think back then it was probably just one unit, you know, to play the play the whole two minutes. <laughs> Different era. <laughs> yeah. Those guys were um, in way better shape. They could stay out all two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That was um yeah, that was interesting. That yeah, that was um, the the big blue tent was uh, was just being built, and uh, beautiful spot. And I think I think it, they put up, they put up the first like kind of arch, and that fell down. So uh, so we were practicing we were practicing a couple of couple of times a week in um, in Bristol, the old Bristol rink, and then. Uh, as the rink was being built, then the rink was delayed even more, but we couldn't get any ice time. So I think up until maybe for maybe six weeks, maybe longer, no practices. We were literally, uh, we'd go to the gym, David Lloyd gym. We'd do a workout, play tennis, play badminton. You just literally play just squash. play games. Yeah. And then we just That's played hockey. games. That would be so fun. One, I would have fit in yeah. perfect on that team. <laughs> one road game a week. And then, uh, and then the rink was finally done. And then I think after Christmas then we were three games a week, but it was, you were just rolling. It was, it was fun. That, yeah, no, that would be fun. Um, I remember when we used to have to drive to Bristol for practices when I was in Cardiff, because why was that? We didn't have ice in Cardiff for some reason. Yeah. They, when, when we were back in the tent there, yeah. If it was, if there was anything else going on, you know, Christmas shows or. Yeah. I remember ice, it was like, you always it, had to go elsewhere. Yeah, I remember we made it fun though. <laughs> yeah. Definitely made those trips fun. Pigsy knows what I'm talking about. Marshy knows too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> mo moving on then. Were you guys any good at Cardiff back then? You know what? We it was one of those things like we were uh, we were having all those those issues where we couldn't practice and all that. And I think we ended up probably maybe four or five points off top of the top of the league after all that. And then went on to the playoff final and lost in a, in a shootout. 
against Nottingham. So. And, and sometimes, like, when things aren't perfect, if you got the right mix of guys that are like, let's make yeah. this fun, let's make the best of it, then those are that, special yeah, exactly. years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what it was. It was just, this is the situation. And uh, that would have been weird when they, when they tore down the old arena, eh? Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I only played a year in it, but for a lot of people in Cardiff, you know, especially just where it was like i mean you never you, i don't think you're gonna get an ice rink in a, in a better spot yeah i it know i know where it was and that yeah. that is quite yeah. the spot yeah pretty ideal for people to just walk up to the arena right instead yeah. of having yeah. to drive <laughs> exactly oh yeah yeah anyways can't live in the past folks time to move on really yeah. nice uh, arena now <laughs> ice arena wales i think it's called yeah this year right <laughs> yeah i think it's back to life three in wales now yeah whatever it's called i never played there i like the bbt new arenas bunch of punks <laughs> okay <laughs> um memorable d partners i bet you hoth is up there um he gets shouted out enough but anybody else as memorable d partners i know i wasn't allowed to play with you and hoth lordo kept you guys for himself <laughs> <laughs> We Seriously, were, uh, you think I, you laugh like I'm joking? I never played five on five with you ever, <laughs> ever. I can't remember. You can't remember because it yeah. never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way no, to go, Lordo. Uh, you need Richie and Hoff too, eh? <laughs> and first PP, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, Hoff. Yeah, Hoff. Obviously, like you say, Hoff was. Um, Wow, definitely one of the best players to to play in the elite league all around. Probably, probably and, the uh, one of the most competitive people I've ever been around too. Uh, and, well, yeah, just in general, but just someone who, you know, if you saw him day to day, and you know, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. He didn't want to be on practice. He no. Nope. You know, he he, he didn't want it. to be in the gym. <laughs> no, you, he, he you, did it. <laughs> You put him in on in that game situation, and it was just like a completely different him. person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was in, in, in every aspect. Like, and just crushing Pepsi's. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like I don't know how he did it. How he did it, but yeah, half. But then other guys. Um, to be honest, my my years in Cardiff for the most were half, and then um, Gleason Fournier, obviously. Oh, uh, the Swan. Yeah, the Swan, another great player. Just um, oh fuck yeah, you know, made everything. When he starts skating so through easy. the neutral zone, oh. good gosh, that is some yeah, sexy just, hockey. Just made everything look so easy, and again, like uh, obviously a little bit different than Hoff, but just good all around player. And uh, yeah, he was really good. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, apart from Tough that, partners you've uh, had, just, eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was so, yeah, yeah so you started playing with Hoth when I got there. So then before yeah. that, I guess before you did that, a bit of a mix of guys. Um, you probably know. It was a bit really. of a mix. Yeah. Yeah. We were, I mean, that was kind of the first years that we had 6D men, you know, where you just had, had a partner before that you could be looking at four or five D men most nights. So if you're five, you know, you're switching, switching around and, oh, yeah. and whatnot, but. But yeah, it was uh, obviously those two. I mean, yeah, they're different, they're, different class. Well, they're yeah, both of those guys. Like, they're just yeah. It's it's weird a guy like 
like Hoth, I get kind of why he didn't make it because of his skating, but he has everything else you need. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes scouts look at the way people move on the ice and they make their judgments, but like he was better than any other defenseman I ever played with. But then mm-hmm. Forns, it's like, how didn't that guy make it? He can skate. Uh, so like, I don't can, get it. I don't, I don't understand like what happened when he was in North America. I don't get that because that guy yeah. can move. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, always thought that like how has this guy never been given a chance you know it's like when you dump it in right i never played with him right he came in after my knee was gone right he came in that season but like i remember watching it they dump it in he literally would turn around pick up the puck where the guy's trying to forecheck on him that just dumped it like soft chip in the corner oh yeah turns around picks up the puck and then just skates it all the way to the other yeah 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 oh yeah that shit pisses forward off when that stuff happens Oh yeah, I know. He's a, one of those guys too. Like he just is just all so natural, you know. Like he he would say like he, he would wouldn't skate too much in the summer or anything like that. And like he you know he jump on the ice like first practice and just just cruise on. You know? He's one of those yeah. guys that probably like when you bag skate the end of practice probably doesn't even sweat. It just pisses you off, no, right? No, yeah, it's Ugh, just, no joke. effort. Yeah. Okay. Moving on then, punk. He's going to come on sometime anyways. I've talked to him. But yeah, move- get him on. Oh, yeah, the swan. Gosh, everything below the waist is moving and everything above is doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so then you switch to Nottingham. Why does that happen? You went there for two years. Why do you switch? Yeah, so that was um, – it was kind of a situation where I was – talking to people and people were giving me advice that, you know, if you want to try and go away to North America or go away to Europe, like, you know, Nottingham is a big, like showcase, a bigger place, market. You know? Like, yeah. You know, you're playing in the, the big blue tent and uh, here and like small ice, etc. Like if you want to go and showcase and yourself. Get, like, people, yeah. Yeah. yeah showcase okay, yourself, they were the bigger, it. the arena, bigger club, back then right yeah. cardiff wasn't oh, cardiff anymore right so no 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 especially, especially when they don't have the old rink then. yeah they were you know the most if you ask people in europe if they knew a team they would be nottingham you know that was kind of uh kind of the way it was so yeah so i kind of i was i was young too it was it's a decision that when i look back now i wish i never made but then at the same time, I haven't had a love story in a while. When do you meet, we be here? When do you meet Sarah? Oh God! I can, are you not going to get emotional? On, You're not getting no, emotional no, no, already, no. are you? Let's no. get into this. When did you meet her? So I met Sarah through. Um, wasn't Tinder actually? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that bad. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, that's new game, folks. That's the new game. Those the apps are helping yeah, the fellows out nowadays. What what goes on back in the uh, was it like the nineties? <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 you know like me at the gym and things like that, wasn't it back then? Yeah, uh, back when you used to have to talk to people face to face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I um, that was way more work than actually, the boys got to do now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we just met through uh, through a sister actually, and uh, we we talked for a while, and then uh, yeah, I was in Cardiff. So, so did so you guys meet before you go to Nottingham for two years or after? Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. So okay, so yeah, that was that was it. Really, not much of a not much of a that's story. A br- that's not much of a love story. We 
like to no, get a little sorry, more mate. deep than that. Okay, whatever. No. Moving on. Um, okay, so you go there for two years, and a couple guys I got written down here is that's when you play with Matthew Myers, who I guess has yep. won the most trophies ever in the UK, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I got Jeez. him booked. I got his phone number now. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, the other guy you played with there that is quite a legend who I have not contacted is David Clark. He's a good player, eh? Old yeah, trigger man in the player. slot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, – you talk about blocking shots. He was one of, definitely one of the guys who uh, was shooting know, them at you. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> But no, he was uh, he was a great player. I mean, um, and another guy who, you know, I was obviously still quite young when I went there. I think the the first year I was there, he was he went to play in Italy, um, so he wasn't there. But the second year, like he uh, just you know, great guy. Always try to look after look after the the, the younger British players. And but uh, and the reason he a, sticks out to me was I remember going to Nottingham. Uh, what was it for? I guess it was uh, it was for the playoff weekend, and I wasn't playing. I was just there to do the yeah. pregame speeches, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but like I remember like meeting him, and like we chatted for a bit, and he just seemed like a genuinely nice person. Yeah, yeah, really good guy, and and he he was he had a great national team career, and uh, obviously his career in Nottingham, and uh, you know just. I'm sure he could still be playing now. He, you know, he he decided that it was the right time for him to retire and, and make those decisions. Hockey. But he could still play yeah. when he was done. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's quite funny now. His son is uh, is playing in uh, in Nottingham, and I think in a team in the in the second league. And doing really well, so it's kind of a new era. That's good to see. That stuff happens. It's weird how genetics work, eh? A lot of, like, when you start asking around in your shed, seems like their genetics have a lot to do with being good at hockey. Just saying, folks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a lot of father-son stuff happening in my shed. Uh, Yeah. You figure it out as you start talking around. Okay. Moving on though, so you do two years there. How do you end up back in Cardiff? Yeah, I so guess that's that so the second of, year is when it's not going as well, right? And you go to Basingstoke and all that stuff. Yeah, and, so yeah, so the the second year I started in Basingstoke and then went back and became a D man. So I was there in Nottingham and um, the end of the season kind of had a decision: do I sign back in Nottingham? Do I go to Cardiff? And it was it was. For me, it was really the ice time I would get in Cardiff, you know, like I knew more opportunity was, than yeah, I knew I knew Cardiff were were more likely to run with four or five D, and you know, it would just be it was right around. Time. When, was it not right around when I got to Cardiff? It was still like teams would play with just three lines and like have maybe lines. an extra, yeah. right? Yeah, I'd say that your first year was still three lines, I would say. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. even the second year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's when they yeah, started so... changing to the four-line system, right? And yeah. I, I was yeah. never a four-line guy. I'm more of a three-line guy. I was in shape enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was basically a case of four lines ice boring. time, obviously. I loved loved my time in Cardiff before, so uh, 
and it's it's closer to my to my home and you knew a gal there already yeah yeah (laughs) that was part of the love story folks it was a riveting love story too (laughs) so yeah so that was uh so are you your own agent when you're uh when you're a gb guy uh, i always wondered about this do you guys like negotiate your own contracts or do you guys all have like the same agent no, no, we do our own over here. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, That's what I figured. But when you're younger, it's pretty much the team saying like, "This team is telling you what you. your opportunities <laughs> yeah, are." Yeah, and then once yeah. you get in, it's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's your yeah. new deal." Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically being, and then you sit down the end of the next season, and if you've had a good year, maybe we give you more. If it's not, then, yep, same contract. So it's. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much, uh, yeah. So I was back, back in Cardiff. Uh, obviously, I played for Jared Adams before, and you know, he was a he was a friend, and I trusted him, and I uh, thought it was a great opportunity to uh, to get a lot of ice time, and especially when I'd only recently became a D, I thought that was going to be pretty important. You know, if I was going to stay there to to get that ice time, so. So and, and it was the know. year before you switched to D. It's your your last year in Nottingham is when you switched to D, and that's when yeah. you go to like Basingstoke half a season and Nottingham half a season, and then yeah. you're a D man, and then this is where everything changes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that was yeah. Obviously, at the time, I didn't know that was going to be kind of. Uh, pretty much Cardiff for the rest of my career and uh, yeah you know what I find interesting is you uh you Brits here okay when I start looking through this on my research team because I also have research teamed Colin Shields um is you guys all get a little ants in your pants in your 20s and you guys want to go out in the world and move and shake and then you all seem to find a place and then just set up shop like he did in Belfast, you did in Cardiff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. It does we haven't even got into your Arlan Kakshatau <laughs> time yet. Well, I got that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I we're not there yet though. Um, year two in Cardiff, back after Nottingham. Is that that's the Guinness world record year, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's that Finner's been on the pod. He was on that team and he talked about a place called the Cameo Club. Did you go there? And the George brothers no. brought this up. No, I wasn't I wasn't involved in that, but uh I think uh the, the boys talked about it a lot. I can imagine the George brothers were in were in there a lot, but uh Steve would have that been was, uh, taking a that mic was, that and was a, working the dance floor. Yeah, yeah if there's yeah, dance no, floor. That was, no, that was a fun year. Obviously, uh, well, when you when you're winning, it's always always a lot more fun. But it's kind uh, of crazy. You guys have the Guinness Book of World Record for most wins in a row, and the the and in the UK, it's about winning the regular yeah. season. And you guys didn't win it and have the record for most wins in a row. Uh, crazy man! It was absolutely crazy. I think Sheffield at the time with how many did we win? Twenty two, twenty three, something like Research that. Research team didn't I find think- that. I think they probably went like seven wins, one loss, seven yeah. wins, one loss. It was just, they only had a couple of losses in that time, you know? So and then we ended up losing the league that year on regulation wins. We're tied on points. Oh, really? 
So that's happened to you a couple times. So, uh, twice, yeah, yeah. Yuck. Yeah, so that was tough. Yeah, but no, that was that was uh again, that was a fun year. We um Sun's yes. up, folks. Sun's up. It is daylight out now. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is up. That means I gotta go coach. Ah, <laughs> uh, just always, just the tykes. My team doesn't have a game today. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. <laughs> it was canceled. I wouldn't be having beer if we had a game, okay? <laughs> um. Anyways, okay. So you guys had a good team. You had this Pele fella. Sounds like a soccer yeah. player, but he had like 50 goals or something. Eh? He was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Pele, yeah, very good. Yeah. It was one of it was one of those teams, I think. Um the BBT would have been rocking, eh, when you guys are winning 20 in a row. Oh now, yeah. That place yeah. would have been a mess. Yeah, because I would say even back then, like crowds weren't maybe as high as, you know they were when you came with the new owners and, and that year, but it was, it was still rocking in there all the time. Like it was great atmosphere. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those teams that year that just, just um, gelled, just gelled. Yeah. Like, you know, where the lines pretty much stayed the same the whole season. Like it was just not a lot of, like, not a lot of anyway. shaking things around. Yeah. You, you get in a groove yeah. and you got your line mates yeah, and nobody's yeah. getting hurt and you just play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was just one of those. Yeah. But then, it was a shame, you know, obviously we uh, didn't win the league. And then I think the playoff final was the same thing. It was, you know, one goal game or something. We lost again. That sucks. Yeah. Well, the next year then is when you get into more my like era now, because now you start having yeah. my friends on the team. So you got Jeff Pierce played at Western Michigan with me. Yep. Scott Dobbin yep. played uh, yep. junior B with me in Elmira. Uh, Chris Frank, Western Michigan. And then uh, like Pigsy and Batchy joined the team now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's more God, my yeah. era that nowadays. Was, yeah. 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 That was, um, Again, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but I think that was kind of it was kind of a funny season that one because it was uh, something to do with the the owners and you know like they'd spent more money the year before and then they wanted to spend less that year and we weren't really sure like when you start you know, hearing how... that shit, does it not make it way harder to win hockey games when people yeah, start oh, yeah, yeah. putting noise in your head and you're like, yeah. And you start thinking about things that have nothing to do with winning hockey games. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then it was, it turned out that that year, you know, obviously, as I said before, we'd been lucky the year before, not too many injuries, et cetera. And then that year was completely the opposite. Like, you know, um, guys, guys getting hurt like in practice and then out for four months you know and stuff like yeah that. So and that was, you just can't get in the groove yeah but no it was still i mean i think as we did at pretty much every year under jared adams we probably overachieved in uh again reaching the the playoff final and um you guys were in the playoff final that year eh? again yeah i think i think we ended up in the playoff final we beat belfast in the semi-finals who had won the won the, the league that year and they were very good i think we beat them in a shootout in the semi-final ended up in the final but we were like so what was it back then 10 imports i think you were allowed and we probably had six maybe seven really you know like barely three lines i think pigsy told me a story about it yeah, did he not Pigsy's play a lot of the playoffs thrasher yeah, belgian yeah. whip here 
Yeah, Pigsy had a big goal in the uh, in the semifinals against Belfast. That, he's told me this and, story. Uh, That's one of his uh, his tales. Yeah, so I think we must have been, as I say, six, seven, or seven imports, but then also missing like good British players too, like Phil Hill and stuff like that. So I mean, it, it gave obviously like Pigsy and these guys lots of ice time, and uh, we ended up in the final. We lost. I think we lost two 0 I think the second one was an empty net against Nottingham but um yeah again we it wasn't a bad season considering you know and uh well yeah we, we, we end it like that right and you make it to a final game at least you're playing for stuff right yeah for sure yeah yeah but um and that's the year yeah, with was... Dobbin Pierce Frankie and yeah. all them okay yeah, yeah. yeah yeah okay um Scott Dobbin I grew like kind of like, he's the same age as me and he grew up like mm-hmm. small town around Elmira and we would play like we, I, we definitely made Elmira's rookies together I'm trying to think I think we might have played like spring triple a together like when you go in those tournaments but um yeah. good player too I play against him in Germany yeah, as well yeah. okay so then after that year um you are a D-man now, so then you must have gone to the World Championships and played really well, because then you went to Kazakhstan. How'd that happen? So, yeah, that was... Um, so, Ben O'Connor had been over there the year before. And, okay, and he, um, he's a former yeah. Potter, folks. He's had a lot of lessons himself, yeah. and uh, that guy, we talked about this, so you guys lived together over there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So, basically... So, at the time, I mean, I think the national team wasn't quite or obviously wasn't where it is now, but it wasn't quite the same. Uh, yeah. as recognized. And the league too, in the UK still wasn't, you know, you guys have gotten a very lot popular more respect, around eh? Like now that Bounsy's yeah. like uh, an import and Ben O'Connor's yeah, been an import, you've yeah. been an import yeah, yeah. and all yeah. these guys that have gone out there and done it like farmer, right? Where's he now? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think he's kind of semi-retired he's playing uh how you know he's oh he's is moved he because uh, he was in Germany, Bay right? to become yeah to become a police officer i believe the last time i i spoke with him oh jeez, i um, want to be one of them i know a lot of them <laughs> but i would want to be one <laughs> yeah so it was basically a case of like, i you know i'm at an age where i'm thinking right if i'm gonna try and go abroad like now is kind of like you know the time and I'm now looking or around, never. I'm looking around. Yeah, and I'm looking around, looking around, like speaking to a few teams in like France, places like this. And you've never left the UK at this point. No, before this, no, no. So it was kind of like, you know, seeing where I could go and and whatnot. And and you're your own agent. As a, yeah, yeah, pretty much at this time. And uh yeah, nothing's really happening, you know, like that would be it wasn't just financial, but like some of it was, you know, ridiculous. Like the money that was kind of oh, really being talked about in like France at the time. It's like to take a, a British defenseman uh, who's never played abroad, the national teams, you know, kind of just Contact floating around in yeah. the second tier of, of, of world ice hockey, etc. So, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, if I was, a bit younger, maybe 18, I just take this chance and try and, you know, but I was obviously getting into my twenties. So. Uh, so you're saying the money side. was very low is what you're yeah. getting. Yeah. No, some yeah, like, so, yeah, I, I, I agree. There's not 
there's like a few leagues in Europe that pay enough, but then the rest yeah. of them, like it's, it's yeah. not that much money. Yeah. You may as well have some fun. Yeah. So then, yeah, I spoke with Ben O'Connor and, and this kind of came up in the, the, you know, it was better financially and it was an opportunity to, to, to go away. And, um, and you knew a guy. Yeah. I took it, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, I ended up going there. I think, um, training camp started i think i flew out there at the end of june so uh, the end of june long... that's when yeah. i went to germany we started july 1st yep yeah yeah july 1st so you had a crazy a... folk then you had someone cr- that like so that's how they did it over there eh? they you guys must have just worked out eh? oh yeah it was literally three workouts a day for the first month like not even touching the ice and then you get so the fun. ice and so fun two practices a day and, and you know what like i was an age then especially where that was great like it was you know i didn't mind that there wasn't anything else to do like you know the place was you know great people and stuff like that but there's nothing to do nothing to do there um yeah so it was it was good but after i'd been there i think almost five months and i was trying as to get sarah and grace to out there to visit because grace was in school and there was like visa issues like then there was you'd go on you'd go on these two-week road trips you know and uh you go on a train for 26 hours and then stay somewhere for a week play some games then train somewhere else you know so is this league just in Kazakhstan or yeah. is it yeah how big Just is Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan huge is that right huge man yeah it's huge it's 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 gotta be up there in in, in the world you know I don't countryside. I apparently don't know anything about it yeah but it's, it's interesting uh, everybody's different stories like I've never been to Kazakhstan I've never been to Russia like I don't know yeah. anything about any yeah. of that stuff and you've lived there so okay what's the food like it was fine. It was, we were fed, like we were fed at the rink, like every day, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. So you guys, and, uh, you, so you guys are living in those places that are like the, like, ho- what are they called? The bases. Yeah. Is that where you're staying? Yeah, you live no, there? they, they, no, they, they tried to, when I first arrived, they tried to, because Ben was actually playing somewhere else when I first got there and they tried to put me in the baza and I walked in and I'm like, there's like six beds in a room, like six <laughs> tiny like beds per room. And, I, and I'm like, look, you told me I'd have my own apartment. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not so, they're like okay, stay, so they're like, okay, stay here, stay here for a couple of hours and we'll, we'll sort you an apartment. So I guess they just like made some calls. They drove around, like looked at a couple of like, days. They hadn't done this before I got there. <laughs> and then i just they just paid this like old lady some cash and got and a place on this door of this apartment yeah this old lady's in there they give us some cash she leaves and i and i move in <laughs> and that's your new apartment <laughs> yeah no that was my apartment yeah it was, oh, it, was paid, it was it was well i wonder where the lady went i wonder if she went into the baza yeah. baza what's it called no. The Baza, yeah. Baza. The Baza. But yeah, I was just, and she was gone. And then, uh, and she like, she must, she must have been like 80 years old. And I'm sure one day <laughs> I walked out, I, I was walking up to the apartment. She was coming down the stairs. So I think she'd been in there too. 
smell in your underwear. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know what was. I don't know what was going oh, on. She probably so, uh, didn't get all her stuff out. Eh? Oh, I know. And then that's um, funny. so that's yeah, where so Ben there. moves in with you at some point. Then no, no. So then I was there on my own, and then it was only like one bed. So then when Ben came, we had another place like a bit further down the street, so we could both stay there. And uh, oh, it was just. It's very. I think, you know, when you're younger, it was, it was perfect. It was, you, you go to the rink, you eat your breakfast, you practice, you work out, you eat your lunch, you go home, nap, come back, practice, eat that dinner, go home. That doesn't sound fun at all it's, at it's any just... age. That doesn't sound <laughs> That is not what Wally's into. That sounds like no, way that, too much, but to, if to you're honest, into that, the, you go for it. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, the, the Russian guys weren't, weren't so much either. They, uh, <laughs> they moaned a lot, but. I That's just see how, that. how it is over there. Um, I've you know, seen, uh, but yeah, no, it would be an experience because I played against, I, I think it was, it was a Kazakhstan team or whatever in the Continental Cup in, in yeah. Sunaryuski. And like, man, watching them practice, I remember going to their practice and watching them. Nobody had fun. Not one player was enjoying <sighs> playing hockey. Was it like that for you there? Oh, it was a time. Well, not not to me, but but I could see what you mean. Like practices were. It was work. Were, they like, were working. Yeah, it was work. That that's it. That's it. I mean, for the, for those guys, like, you know, to make what they were making there is, is a lot of money in Kazakhstan. You know, and uh, it was work every practice. Like, yeah, you know, those guys. It yeah. was different, right? It's different when you see different guys play. Like some people play because they love it. Some people play yeah, for yeah. money. Some. When yeah. you watch them play, they were playing to get paid and they were just doing yep. their jobs. Yep. No. They were not oh, enjoying 100%. themselves. Nobody smiled. The coaches yeah. were yelling. Oh, oh, yeah. Didn't look like my oh, cup of tea, as they'd say. No, no. The coach was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't obviously speak any Russian, but uh, but that was, he was just shouting the whole time, like literally the whole time. Like whether it was good or bad, you know. You don't even shout. know, right? Like, you don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. He, You're like, just zip he's it. Just, yeah. He's just shouting. I'm just, I'm just there, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's like my first year in Germany when the coach didn't. Did, he literally didn't speak English the whole year. It was all German. <laughs> and we'd have meetings and then it would be over. And I'd be like, what do you say? <laughs> and they'd be like, just go out and play, man. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what overall in Kazakhstan, good experience, but at least you got to go out there, spread your wings and see the world a bit. Eh? Cause other than that, I guess you've been in the UK. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, obviously, being away from family, like any time is tough, and it would have been nice to for Sarah and Grace to come and see that. Like that's you know, it's not somewhere you go on holiday, is it? You know, so. But they so and, and, it, and yeah. it's always good for people to see what you're doing, right? Like to actually yeah. see yeah, where yeah, you yeah. are and where you live. Yeah, it's yeah, like sure. it's like when Dougie Clarkson comes to see me here in Kikarden or Hendo, and like then when we talk, like. I'm like, well, you know where the beach is and you know where my house is. You know yeah, where the yeah. shed is. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know where what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. But overall, overall, yeah, it was, it was an experience that I, I won't forget. Was it a trying year? Did you have fun? Did you enjoy hockey that year? Kind of. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the hockey. It was just, like I say, day, day to day kind of. It was it was tough, but that's so you just didn't play the full family. year. You went back to no. the Devils. 
Yeah, yeah. And that was the other thing, right? Like, so for me, being away from, from the family, if, if, if that was the only way I could work and earn money, then you, you stay there. But, you know, for me, but you could always... have, you, and so that's my question is in the UK, teams get made, right? People make their decisions. Yeah. It's like Ben O'Connor yeah. switching from Sheffield to Cardiff. It's like yeah. they gave him an offer. He thought he was worth more. He doesn't go back. Now he's on a different team. But like once those rosters are set, they're kind of set, right? Like you have you and oh, yeah, Ben yeah. O'Connor and Batchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that year yeah. when you're in Kazakhstan, the Devils must, they obviously made room for you to come back, right? Because you're in the mid-season and they made room for you. Yeah, yeah. Whilst I was there speaking with uh, Neil Francis and Jared Adams, like they pretty much made it clear to me, like if you, you know, any time want to come back, just, just let us let know. Us know. That, Which was very and good, and that's event. what they and, should do. And that's that's yeah. because yeah. you are who you are. And uh, if I had a team, I would say the same thing to you. <laughs> no. So that was no, that was. So yeah, that was very very good of them. And obviously, like as I say, it got to a point where it was very clear that. You know, I wasn't going to be able to get Sarah and Grace out there. So for me, it was an easy, easy. Yeah, decision. it's time to head back then. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So then you head back. Is the team good that year? That's that's kind of like when the Devils are somewhat in their low period, eh? With the... um, yes and no. There was there was a lot there was a lot of change from the year before. Like I would say, when I came back, I. You know, there was a lot of new guys. Like I think that was like Marshy's first year, um, and these guys, and it was, it was quite a good team. But um, again, like one of the big one of the biggest problems we always had in Cardiff was if you if there was an injury back then, a big injury, like it wasn't so we weren't so quick to replace players. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. No, it's it's um, like nowadays you see like if you guys get an injury for say a yeah. month you guys sign a guy yeah. for a month right yeah yeah i mean pretty much league-wide that's the case now you know and uh so yeah so i think i came back i think um when i came back i, I believe yeah at the time bissonette was there at the time and um no the team was team was doing quite well and then okay so so that's the season then with deeds too then yeah deeds yeah yeah deeds was on the team yeah he seems like a beauty um, he was on. Yeah, yeah, really nice guy. And um yeah, I think yeah, there was injuries kind of towards the end and um again we were at playoff weekend, but um I think lost in the semifinals. But uh no some some good players that year, but just for whatever reason, you know, so was business suspensions. Was Biz as good as he says he was in Cardiff? Yeah, I think I only played. I think I'm. I came in and maybe played two or three games with him, and just, that was just before he went home. But uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was that good in the coast when I played against him in the coast. He, he ran. Was, he ran I, the ran a muck. Yeah, he just. You know, he's big, strong guy, and I think. Obviously, guys maybe gave him a lot of respect out there too, and he. Uh, no, he was, I, he was I found there, it interesting was... watching his career because he literally changed like what he was to make it, and um, then yeah. when you saw him play in the show, you're like, you could do way more than this when you could play when you played as yeah, a D man yeah. in the coast, and 
he just said, you know what, I'll just go up and down the wing and fight guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he obviously had that skill and, uh, yeah. And his short, his short time in Cardiff, obviously, um, he felt comfortable and he, uh, you know, he produced, he was, he was good. Yeah. Okay. So that year happens, you guys, whatever, moving on 2013, 14. though, that was the year before I get there. And that was like, the, the low point right of yeah. devil's history oh yeah yeah that's i mean so basically all these other years when you've been in cardiff and i didn't really i i knew you've been in cardiff a long time but i didn't realize you went back to the the original arena but like mm-hmm. that year there that was the one i always heard about was like the low point right it definitely was yeah i mean you could probably talk all day about many things over the, the course of that season i think you know, the team was a team was signed at the side of the year with with a lot of potential, and um, it didn't really. It started off with I think uh, we had a, a goalie Dan Dan Lacosta, uh, former NHL former and, uh, former Daytona Beach bomber and Syracuse okay. Crunch with me, and yeah. former hotel roommate of mine. Okay, there you go. Small world, yeah. eh? So yeah, yeah. So he. <laughs> He came in and um, unfortunately uh, was injured early on. He was uh, struggling with with some Cushions head injuries. Right. Yeah, yeah, which which ultimately forced him to retire. And uh, yeah, so that was that was a tough start. And and that's your goalie. Yeah, yeah, a few a few other kind of injuries, and then the team weren't performing. And unfortunately, the decision was made to relieved Jared Adams of his coaching duties and and then uh, he went to Sheffield and won the playoffs or something right yeah 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 and Brent Brent Pope Brent Pope Brent Pope took over and um you know from from there it just I'm not saying anything bad about Brent Pope or coaching wise or anything like that but it just I don't know it was just what it just it nothing didn't, went it right didn't work <laughs> we'll just n- any anything anything that was tried like bringing in players from different countries and whatever like no, nothing nothing worked we just yeah it was one of those years and uh and lordo like was on the team it, then right i could see yeah, lordo yeah. just going mental when that's going yeah. on yeah lordo had a couple of uh breakdowns a couple of moments that yeah 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 because we uh i mean i think the the kind of nail in the coffin that was as i was talking to you before i think we'd been to the every year of the elite league i think we're the the only team that had been to the playoff finals weekend like every year or so many years in a row and then that year to not even make the playoffs like it was just it was it, as a player, it was embarrassing, I will say, but it was just, it, you know, I, I never even one of the, played there. One of those I never even played in the playoffs. Yeah, it was, it was one of the, one of those things. And, um, yeah, it I was, guess you guys didn't make the playoffs, you guys finished ninth, right? Ninth, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you guys don't even play like the quarter finals. No, we, we didn't even make it at all. No, like that was the first year, it was four. Yeah, and they, with Cardiff's I mean, proud history of like, yeah, no, of everything exactly, they've yeah. been through and where they are now, I guess that is the worst day. Eh? No, that was, yeah, it was just 
Okay. So then One you lived years. through that year. And then yep. when did you, had you already re-signed for the next season? And like how, when, when Todd and the fellas, Steve and everybody takes over the Calgary fellas, like, were you already re-signed? Did you already know you were going back? Um, not a hundred percent. It was, uh, Cause so, after a year like that, you probably got yeah. bad. Well, this was a shit thing, yeah. in your mouth, right? Yeah. So it was, I think I was offered a contract towards the end of that season, but I'd never actually signed it. And, um, obviously they were going in a direction where the coach was going to be Dave whistle. He was signed up as, as the coach and, um, and, you know, you were hearing rumors like all the time, like, you know, it's going to be a small budget. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. And, and then with the memories of the season before, it was kind of like, obviously I, there was nowhere else really I wanted to play other than Cardiff. But and you, it was got just your kind of, you got your family. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. So it was kind of just, it was almost like sitting there waiting for some good news, you know? Yeah, And I didn't expect it to be as it was. And I just remember one afternoon, Franny, Franny calling me and being like, you know, what, what, what are you thinking at the moment? And I'm like, wow, like, obviously I've got this country. I just, I just don't know. And he's like, well, just, just don't do anything for, for a couple of days. I can't tell you why, just don't do anything. And I'm kind of like, oh, I, I trust you, Franny, but you know, like but I think that there was a couple. There was a when there's of moving parts called, and like teams are yeah, trying yeah. to make their teams and like there's yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like a 24 hour window. It's like well, either exactly, shit or yeah. get off the pot, yeah. right? Yeah, there, there were teams that were kind of saying to me like, like you know, if you want to come here, we need to know kind of soon. So I was like, I'm going to trust you, Franny, but like I hope this works out. And then obviously, two days later, the the uh, the announcement that Todd was coming over from Belfast and with. Uh, with the new owners was uh was very welcome news and then from there as we've talked about it was just an absolute whirlwind and, <laughs> yeah. and off we go <laughs> yeah and yeah that's when the cardiff devils just go on a rocket ship to the mood <laughs> yeah. well exactly it was it was it, it and it, that it was. i remember our first one of our first exhibition games and like i don't know the history right i'm just showing up and i'm one of the outcasts like everybody else that like nobody wants anymore and we show up <laughs> at the big blue tent and i remember playing two touch outside in the parking lot and todd there's a, a lineup of fans like like literally waiting outside the arena to get in to the game and he went up to all of them and said write down what you would change about the club and i remember watching him do that and i was like huh we got a gm that like actually cares about the fans and what they think (laughs) yeah oh for sure i mean i think that was the thing with the fans like again like you know i have no no beef no problem with any of the past owners at the end of the day they they gave me a job and and uh, paid my salary, etc. But I think for the fans, it was just for the first time, like someone, you know, asking them, like, what, you know, what do they want? What do they What do they want? Like, what do they want to see changed and, and stuff like this? And and it's gone a long way to to where we are now. You know, I mean, well, it's changed. Even after- it, it changed me as like my career, like. I run a team now, right? Like I have a team mm-hmm. of people that yeah. do stuff. And uh, 
basically like I asked them, I'm like, what do you need? What do you want? Like, how can yeah. I make your life better? Because you, the better your employees are, the, yeah, yeah. the more they enjoy their job and their boss, they generally do a better job, right? Oh, for sure. 100, 100%, <laughs> Whether it's yeah. hockey we're, we're... or anything else, folks. Yeah. Thresher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think, yeah, I think wherever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, like that kind of thing, you know, like, and, uh, and feeling like people care about you, obviously. And like you matter and like, uh, you're yeah. doing a good yeah. job. And when you do a good yeah. job, people tell you you do a good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't just, it's not just about hockey folks everywhere in life no. right it is it is but yeah i mean like i say i think it just comes you look at it now we're we're just kind of gone through covid and everything and um you know still people are people want tickets like i think we've pretty much sold out every game people you know? have been dying to go to devil's yeah. games for yeah. so long and every other team in the league like mm -hmm. sheffield and like all the other yeah. teams that like now are 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 i guess pod uh enthusiasts <laughs> but yeah. like um like it, it it matters to these people like this is their nhl and it's like for me yeah. when i went over to the uk or Germany or Denmark, like that was my NHL. I was mm -hmm. playing for my Stanley Cup. I didn't yeah, give yeah. a shit what was going on in the NHL. Yeah, I never yeah. paid attention to it because we were doing our own thing. And I'm back to that guy again. I don't give a shit about the NHL. I care about what's going on over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. And uh, like, as you talk about crowds, yeah. I mean, so far this, this season, like, you know, after especially after playing in Germany with no fans, like oh yeah, it's just is been, that what um, you did? You played in yeah with no fans, yeah, yeah, no fans, and you know, I, obviously for me, I, you know, I'd never played there. But were they on TV guys, or why the hell did you even play? <laughs> well, I mean, just I think obviously just to see who won, Germany, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in Germany, the government are very good with their sports, and they they gave money to all the sports teams, you know, and, and to stuff keep like it that. going. So, yeah. To keep it going. And, um, their social yeah, system over there online. is crazy. Did you yeah. ever learn about the BG and like injuries over there? You got hurt yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah. yeah not, 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 not enough. <laughs> no. but yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh, not enough it's for definitely a, shed. a topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely a topic of conversation in the locker room when people are talking about injuries and uh, it's real. And <laughs> Just letting and, you guys uh, know it's real. Uh, it may take a couple of years after you retire to uh, make it happen, but it is real. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Just the, to be playing again in front of fans and to see, you know, I mean, I think that would have been probably the biggest worry for clubs over here was, you know, will we. I feel like every team had had built on their fan base over the past five, six years. And, you know, and the league must was have on the worried. climb, right? It's yeah. like, yeah. every, it's like we talked about the people going to their first ever hockey game. Like hockey's so new in the UK that like, there's still people that are, are going to get hooked on it. Right. And it's going to continue yeah. to grow. Well, exactly. And, uh, Obviously, in, in Cardiff, it'd be nice if we had maybe a 
thousand more seats or so, but, uh, but oh, you just built time, that rank. I didn't change it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the same, but the same time, you know, to, I remember when that rink was getting amateur. built, Todd was so loud about so many things of where things were and why it was like that. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. Yeah. Like once you have that building, it's there forever. And like, there's definitely some things you'd change. <laughs> Just, oh, for sure, there is. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not talking a, bad about it, though, folks. No, no, it's kind <laughs> of a one of those things. You can look at it from two sides. Yes, if you were to redesign it now and start from scratch, there'd be a, a lot of things changes, to change. But yeah, but when you've come from the big, blue the big tent. blue tent, as amazing <laughs> as it was to play in there, you know, facilities-wise, that you, you know, you can't be. No, I agree. Can't be too mad about it. I totally agree. Um, so yeah, basically then that year they take over Zier, I show up and um, I guess like we have the biggest beauties a hockey team has ever assembled. Honestly, I like in the world, I honestly don't think there's been a team of beauties put together like the 2014, 15 Cardiff Devils. And I'm not joking. Yeah. No, I what I hockey totally team in the world it. has assembled that many dandies? It, it was, and as we talked about earlier, I think it was just by absolute. I mean, Lordo, as you, Shit. As you know, well, Lordo knew what he was but, doing, but yeah, but this year, I mean, we were also you know, all outcasts for a reason, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of bonded with that, and uh, no, as you say, it's hard to to put into words, like kind of the, just the way that whole season. Well, and then was, what's like, happened just, since then? Like for me yeah. to see it from here and see where yeah, Cardiff yeah. is as a oh, team yeah. and an organization, yeah. it's mm. wild. I know. No, we could never have expected it to 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 be like that and to. I think to be part of that team that kind of kicked it off, you know, mm. was special. But guess too. what? You're still living in the hotel beside the monkeys. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't that big time yet. They'll still keep you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, no, it's cool that you got to go to Germany too, though. Even though if you played in front of no fans, I would have been a totally different atmosphere than what I yeah. played in in Germany. Yeah. That would we played preseason. Preseason, we had they they had fans, and it was you know for preseason it was it was loud. It was a great atmosphere, and then literally a couple of weeks later, it was just nope. And then they were hoping to get them back end of the year, but nothing. It was well, it was tough what, at times. What, what kind of worries me because uh, not everybody is as international as the shed, but uh, like last night, Hammer episode, I think he's like seven my best buddy in Germany FaceTimes me with another guy. And uh, he said, they're like going back into almost like a full blown lockdown yeah. again in Germany. And it's like, well, everything that's happened over there <laughs> happens here like months later. And it's, <laughs> that's tough to hear. It is. I think that uh, I think they're worried about that here too, because as it's gone in the past, like Europe, mainland Europe starts picking up and then, it's a few started. months later, it's it's over here, but yeah, I mean, at the moment, just keep not on much playing the do. games and blocking yeah, shots with going. your face. Exactly, mate. And then you never know, do you? <laughs> um, well, 
I'm not like I yeah I'm not sure what else to talk about the the rest of the years in Cardiff have been talked about enough because uh yeah. I mean you guys started winning and um yeah like the core like now it's a whole new era though right and so one thing I got you were finally named captain you could have been the captain 10 years ago you finally are the captain <laughs> now that that but like I've never been named a captain of any team ever never will be but um what was that like when you got named captain? How'd that all go down? Cause you could have been the captain 10 years ago. You could have been the captain before Mo, before Marty, before any of them. And then none of them would have had their chance. So it's like, you're just that guy. You're like, yeah, no, I'll wait. You guys all be captain. I'll take it. I'll take it when you guys are all done. No, obviously it was a huge, huge honor to be named captain. But for me, I mean, I've said all along, it doesn't really doesn't matter on the on the ice it doesn't make you know that much it's in the locker room it doesn't make that much difference. maybe for some guys it would they'd be feel they had to be louder or something but for and, me and, um and that's and that's i yeah i it, the whole c's and a's and all that like it doesn't change who you are you get named no. a captain because of who you are and how you behave it's not about anything else right it's the people that change when they or they act differently to get those things those are a bunch of punks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I and uh, yeah, for me, it's just it's the same same thing, and it's it's a great honor, especially you know when you've been, especially when you've been with a club for that for long, so long. Yeah, you know, I think it makes a huge difference rather than just you know kind of your first year in a in a new city or whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's just going to be same old for me. Keep doing the. The same keep, things I've always keep, done. Keep and, being you, and I, I, I totally yeah. think that's what you should do. <laughs> yes, I mean, just let you know. Maybe, <laughs> and you know, and hopefully, hopefully, it'll go a long way. Like obviously, now as I'm getting older, like it seems like my teammates are getting younger, and mm, that happens know, in hockey. So hopefully, that hopefully that's a good thing that, uh, and I can at least uh, show them how to be. But. No, you, you, yeah, just keep being you and you'll be just fine. Um, I honestly, obviously everybody knows I'm a huge Cardiff Devils fan, um, but it's because of the people that were on the team, the people that run it. And it was meeting guys like you, like, I don't know this. I'm, I, I don't get emotional on this thing. I don't mm -hmm. do that. So, um, but like playing with a guy like you, that will literally do anything for his teammates, never ask for anything in return. Those are the guys that win championships. And that's why like Matthew Meyer, that's why you, that's why GB is good. Dickheads like you. <laughs> no, I, but it's, it's funny you say things like this. And I appreciate that. Well, it's, it's real. It, it is. It is. Um, I think like when you, when you look back, all the teams you play and all the years you play and, and stuff like that. It, you, you remember the times you win, obviously, you know, you're always going to remember that, but I think more so you just remember like the good people, you know, like people, the teammates. Just, yeah, just good teammates, you know, good owners, good people in the club, everything like that. Like that's when you, I mean, you look back, and they're the kind of moments that make it all worthwhile. You know, there's winning, but there's also, there's also this. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that, that it's uh, the people you meet, like, you know, for me, like, uh, you know, having a family, you're busy, but uh, I mean, 
I haven't spoken to you since you were in Cardiff for the for Wally night, but we could sit here and, and talk all day. You know, it's just things like that. Like we literally guys, could sit like, here and talk all day. And yeah. yeah, like it's it's crazy the hockey world and what it does. And like, and then your lives intersect for like a yeah. year. And then yeah, yeah. you I go to Canada, you stay there, or like you just people just stop talking, right? So you yeah, hit yeah, your yeah. shed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's like so so many guys I play with, you know, over the years, like I could not not speak to for for two years, and then some for some reason we're in contact, you know, or I just think, oh, I'm going to see how so and so is doing, and and it's just like, and you're right back to you where know, you were, you're right back to where we were, yeah, and that's I think that's hockey, hockey that's and, that, but that's yeah. yeah, that's just the relationships you get with teammates and like when you see a guy like you that will like literally eat a puck for his teammates like you remember that shit and you're like that guy would do that for us to win the game right mm-hmm. no when exactly. i go to work during the day nobody is getting like a hundred mile an hour slap shot at their face saying, <laughs> I'll take this for the team guys. Just watch this. <laughs> I can go down on one knee and I'm just going to eat it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy uh, stuff. Yeah. Don't even like them in the shin pads. Never, never understood how you did that, but that is uh, part of why I love you. But seriously, Keep being you and the Cardiff Devils are in fantastic hands moving forward. And this has been another episode of Two L's and Hockey Tales with Richie and Wally. Some people clap on the one and three. Some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. That's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott, I'm trying to go back.